Hey guys. No, we're not doing that. Hey guys. Alright, hey guys. I'm Steven. Hey guys, I'm Ashton. And we're those, those gays. gays. Hey. Hey, ah, 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 yeah. Yes, you better get into fucking sensation. I thought it's working. Anyway, love it. hey, welcome. <laughs> hey, welcome. <laughs> I love it. Hi, guys. I'm Steven, native Angelino, queer person, and I'm a Slytherin. I don't even know how to take that. What is it? Did you do? You fucking snake. Ah, I promise he's not evil. Hey, guys. I'm Ashton, and I'm an even better house. I'm a Hufflepuff. And a transplant in Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Yeah. I would say Hufflepuff, we are loyal. Yeah, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, All right. Okay. Tell me more about Slytherin. Whatever, I'm embarrassed. I want anyway. to see your Pottermore test. Wow. Yeah. Um, You think I'm lying? Mm, I I, mean, I hope you're lying. I know I'm a Slyther- Slytherin in my heart of hearts. You can even say it. All I, right. Whatever. All right, anyway. There's something about it. I'd love it. Anyway, okay. So, quick shout out to all of our fans. And also, welcome to episode two, y'all. Welcome like, to episode is, two. Yeah. Um, you're still listening? Yes, we love it. Um, you guys, we had over a hundred plays from our last episode, and we just want to like quick shout out and all the love to everybody who listened. Thank who, you so much. Um, everybody who commented, liked, subscribed, left us some comments, some also. really good feedback. You guys are sweethearts. You make us feel like we're actually doing something fun. So thank you. Yes, we are growing. <laughs> we are in. We are growing the those gays community. Yes, I'm all about it. Welcome back, everybody. Yes. Okay. Okay. So this past weekend. Um, or I should say like two weekends ago was Halloween. Ooh. And if Ashton's you guys first Halloween in Los Angeles, yes. just to be clear. Oh my gosh. But also quick, um, throwback to our last episode. So many people after listening to the first episode of this show left me comments and just texted me randomly. Happy Halloween. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, happy Halloween. I was like, oh my God. Not only was I like, I loved it. I really did. But I loved it so much because I was like, oh my God, they listened to the very end of the podcast. They made it to the, they end. Made it to the end. I was like, this, you know what? Shout out to you. Anybody who texted me were like, I just finished it. I was like, oh my God, you did? I just finished it too. I love it. No, you were like, I did too. <laughs> me too. Um, but I, Halloween. I love Halloween. How was it? My favorite holiday of all time. If I could have two Halloweens and just not have Christmas, I would be very happy. I love Christmas, which oh. is on the way, which oh. started. When did Christmas start? The day after Halloween, because enough. Everyone is skipping past Thanksgiving. I just want to say so. I'm on the committee to don't forget about Thanksgiving, guys. Be thankful before you start, you know, all your consumer buying shit. That was really cute. I love a good, like, shout out to Thanksgiving. Nobody Thank ever you. does that. Somebody's got to. <laughs> Somebody's got to. I'm do here that. for your shout out. I mean, it's got a problematic past, but, you know, I like the gratitude. I just want to eat. True. Come on. Facts. No, but okay, let's go back. So <laughs> tell me about your Halloween. What the fuck did you do? Okay, so my Halloween, you guys, my Halloween was wild, it was insane. I took my nieces trick or treating. Yeah, it was cute. I was very gay uncle vibes. Yeah, I know it was very yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so I took my niece to uh, go trick or treat in Pasadena because all the houses are nice. And obviously, I was thinking, oh, she's gonna get better candy, you know, because all the houses are decorated. <laughs> the really cute. What area was lots it? Lots of uh, very white area, Pasadena. Okay. So um, can't afford to live out there. Yeah. I mean, actually, it's. Uh, 
debatable. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, well, I, anyway. I'm setting goals. Um, <laughs> it's cute. So we're, we're trick-or-treating over there, and they have really, really nice, um, like, done-up haunted houses. And I tried to get my niece to walk into one of the haunted houses to get through it. And we waited in line for probably a good 10 minutes. And then right when we got to the entrance, she saw a clown, and she freaked out. And, you know, I love being an uncle, but I was very disappointed. Because she was scared of a clown? Yes! I was like, who cares about those clowns? All they put in our face is it. So it's kind of like, I could, I get her. I, I was understand. like, honestly, girl, it's going to get worse when you get older. They're, those but, clowns are going to be men. <laughs> Have you seen the latest... <laughs> Uh, what is it? Chucky Finster from Rugrats. That's a current meme going on right now. Wait, like, what do you mean the current? Like, uh, there's a video going live on. Live action? Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it says somebody, whoever, thank you so much to you. Thank you. Somebody um, recorded a clip from Rugrats back in the day, and Chucky Finster sees a clown, and he oh, he finally realized, oh, he's like, yes. a clown? It was a clown the whole time? Oh, yes. yes. It's horrible. Every man ever. Oh, man. Every man ever. Just, you know, the reality of it. Uh, my Halloween was... Right. Okay, so Ashton, what'd you do for Halloween? So everyone mentioned West Hollywood, of course. Uh, so it's my first one. And I will say there were two different ways. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, there's a big event that goes in West Hollywood. You should check it out. And then there was also a group that was like, oh, yeah, there's an event in West Hollywood. Please don't go. Go anywhere but West Hollywood. And I said, well, you know, it's my first year in L.A. I want to check it out. I want to see what's going on. So I go down to WeHo. I will say the outdoor parade or the festivities that happen out on the street. On Santa Monica Boulevard. Exactly. Um, it, it was so fun. It was really nice. Everybody was dressed up. So many, I met Bob Ross. I met Flo from Progressive. These are like idols of mine. I like, love so those it was people. So, it was so fun to see the costumes. Um, and I was a black kiltsman. You know, you've heard of the black clansmen, but uh, I found a skirt that was plaid and said, hey, come on, black kiltsmen. Come on, black Scottish kiltsmen, <laughs> realness. Way. Guys, if you've never put on a skirt, do it. It felt so good. I wore a skirt actually for my for my costume. What was your costume? I was Daria. Ah, la la la. <laughs> so I was just in a costume, combat boots, and looking like a bitch the entire uh, weekend of Halloween. Okay, so kind of the daily, but like just a little bit more. Just with a wig. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. Never mind. Uh, so WeHo was really fun, honestly, until we went inside the club. The clubs were packed. What, what club did you go into? I went into Trunks. Okay. Um, which uh, friends like going there, so I'm I'm fine to go in there. Honestly, the friends that took me paid for me to go in. They paid for my drinks. I just as soon as my drunk came down, that is when I realized, you know what? I'm over the club. This is the day because it was so crowded and I don't know what it is with like in LA, so many people are just become highly entitled when they get drunk. I think all their natural entitlement just heightens mm. because the amount of people who kept bumping into me and elbowing me or like whatever to get by, I had to grip up a few people and just like, you know, just to like, hey, and they would turn around like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's okay. But yeah. literally, like if I'm in a place where I want to elbow you and when I'm just trying to have a good Halloween, then maybe I should go Was home. it like just to get drinks at the bar? Or like, people, oh, like it just was, rude everywhere? It was trouble getting drinks at the bar. It was trouble getting the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, it just, yeah. And so uh, my outcome of Halloween is that I am sworn off the clubs until 2020. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because like West Hollywood is, it's. I mean, they make a ton of their revenue off of club culture and literally partying. 
I mean, so many people who come in from out of town and they visit, they literally call it like the gay Vegas. It's like that whole strip of Santa Monica Boulevard just turns into just like gay debauchery. I don't want a club shame. <laughs> I want to say if you love going to the club, go rock out. The club is everything when you need it. But for me, I'm okay right now. I just want to go to a cute little bar, you. sit back. You. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So yeah. I won't invite you out to the club anymore then. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, until 2020. Please okay, take done. a break. And I, yeah, I, I love you, but I will go to the bar only. Oh my God. Well, I mean, okay. If you stay indoors, um, you get to watch all these streaming services. Do you guys know about Disney Plus? I do. This is actually a thing that came out today, literally, at this moment when this podcast is recording. Disney Everybody Plus. is on Disney Plus and talking about, like, oh my God, I get to watch all these episodes of Lizzie McGuire. Like, That's the most exciting. So my roommate has it. And I've gone through, we went through the whole list of seeing what they had. And the most exciting is seeing all the old school stuff the things that used to be in the vault you know Cinderella so the Lion vault King is open. the vault is fully open all that and then uh, all my old shows That's So Raven Proud Family I'm talking about the really good ones are out right now those are good shows actually yeah. I, do lo- I do love all those very nostalgic it made me realize how much Disney owns the conglomerate that is Disney because oh, wow. oh, oh my yeah. it's a lot of stuff I mean Star Wars ESPN there's non-stop things that you can do on Disney it really blew my mind of how extensive everything was well I mean think about it like this way that's stuff that Disney bought because they can afford it yeah because Disney I was on Twitter looking just through everybody's reactions at Disney plus and somebody was like gays don't come out of the closet Disney gays come out of the vault <laughs> Jesus Christ I love that those gays <laughs> It is time then. My favorite part of the week is it's time for the icebreaker question. Ah, ow. All right, so let's go ahead and jump into it. What one word sums up your sex life? Oh, God. Ooh. Let's get into it. Because, <laughs> guys, just, a, just so you know, later on, we're going to be getting into some hookup culture stuff. And so we might as well go and start off a little bit talking about our sex life. So, Stephen, what one word sums up your sex life? God. Uh, talk about a teaser. Uh, <laughs> is mine, that the word? Mine is like a conjoined... <laughs> Stop. It's, it's a conjoined word. It's um, a technology mess. Oh, so it's like a hyphen in there. Technology. Yeah, there you go. You got a hyphen. Yes, yes. <laughs> break me down. Tell me more about this yeah, technology Yeah, I'll mess. break it down for you because um, as of lately, I just have not had any time to formally date. So I've just been on apps <laughs> talking to people and it's so a most mess. Gays. Most so most gays. gays. Exactly. So welcome to Gay Dating 2019. Do you think we, we don't meet in person anymore. What is that? 1998? <sighs> yeah, I feel like I actually have conversations with people online whether it's grinder or well actually you know what i've only downloaded grinder because i just don't have room on my phone for any other uh for any other apps because i because i literally don't care maybe you know now you know my favorite thing is to shout out the year so shout out to 2019 where you can only afford to get one app to find a man because your storage is full sorry about it tragic sorry but i mean there are people who i actually meet who are very very cool and then they do this amazing thing where they just stop talking to you oh okay yeah i think with ghost yeah yeah, ghost okay got it boom We're the worst millennials. We're finding, we're like, what's that word they say? Oh, yeah, ghost. Yeah, That's what, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, especially when it's just an app. It's so easy. Do you know how quick I block people when the conversation fails or the person just isn't? You know it's not the one. Block. Keep right. moving. Right. 
Like you've hit me up for the fourth time saying stop. Wait, 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 wait. Say you have like a really good conversation with someone and you end up actually talking about meeting or maybe propose the idea and then you just don't. Like, has that happened and then you don't meet? I will honestly say that I currently have that situation going on. Uh, The current guy on the app that I'm checking out, which the app that I'm on that's working, I guess, right now is Jacked. Um, That seems to be a more minority-based gay app, but I don't know. Check out Jacked. Um, And so, uh, yeah, dude hit me up. We were talking. We actually exchanged numbers because I don't like to talk that much. I don't like texting. I'm very much so in person. I miss the 90s. What happened to the times when we could just, you know, say... Oh, you mean like AOL Messenger? Oh, yes. Why are we still digital? (laughs) No, I mean when it was maybe beepers. Maybe beepers at the most. Like Girl, I it, never owned a beeper. What the hell? <laughs> you were like you in about? like the first grade when a beeper was out. No, I didn't want to beep. I, I mean, I don't even know what to do with those things. Well, then I, I got to go to a payphone and then I got to call the guy that I'm talking to. Well, <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, so good because now that we have cell phones, it's so easy. To, like people have instant access. Whereas if you had to go to the payphone, it's like, girl, I ain't going to the payphone. I'll talk to him next week. That's where I'm at. Wow. I want. Hey, we had a good time on this Thursday. Hey, let's get together. Let's call each other sometime next week. And and that's how conversation progresses more versus when they have this 2019 instant access to you every day, then the conversation fails so much quicker. Yeah, but that says a lot about what people are expecting. It's like they want to, you know, they're really trying to uh, wait for something to break through all the noise. You know, they're very people are more selective now. I and just, you can actually it's a thing you can actually be. I miss the in-person days. That that would be a lot nicer. So. Yeah. Uh, if I had to give one word to sum up my hookup life, or my, I'm sorry, was not my sex life? Your sex life. Hmm. Sex life, hookup life. Hmm. I'm going to do a number, just zero. Zero? <laughs> Doesn't exist. Wow. <laughs> okay, but zero. you can't get out of it, though. Okay. What? No, that is my word. That's it? Just, I, just I, zero. I, I, my sex life is zero. I have a zero sex life. There is nothing going on. With me, no, there's nobody. I'm not talking to anybody. Um, I just, I'm in a point in my life right now where I just love working on projects that I'm doing, like working on those gays or uh, finding my perfect career in Los Angeles right now. So nobody's knocking at my door, and I'm not knocking anybody else's door. So zero. I wish somebody would knock on my door. Oh. <laughs> I just hit the Come on, knock on my door. Oh, wow. Yeah, no worries on my You know, I feel that life, though, because I really do, like, I I appreciate the single life and being able to just own your independence and really, you know... Not depend on... Not be codependent. Exactly. Because I do think we live in a time where everybody, you know... um, the way to feel comfortable or the way to feel like you are cared for is by finding a partner. Yeah. And so right now I'm, I'm, I'm practicing self-love. Uh, I'm reading You're a Badass by Jen Sincero. Shout out to that book. That's it's a great so, book. so, so good. And yeah, it's just about creating my own happiness. And that's what I'm happy for. I love so, that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, that'll be my sex life. Okay. Zero. <laughs> Gay! Guys, Steven's gonna make me register to okay, vote today. Okay, so guys, <laughs> so California has a huge election in 2020, and I think you should exercise your civic duty. All right, so I'm getting on here. I'm going to the website that you sent me. Okay, California online voter registration. Okay, register so to vote now. We are at what is that? Literally, if you just Google register to vote California.gov, it'll take you to this website. 
I am 18 or older. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um, this is great. Email address. Ashton, when's the last time you did this? Um, never. <laughs> I have never. Wait, so how do you? How did you register to vote in, in Georgia? I actually didn't. You didn't? No. Um, so, okay. Yeah, I was actually uh, trying to register to vote, but it was past the date. And so, but uh, before then, so I've honestly never voted. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, it was Obama never did. I just really didn't find interest in it. Um, I've con- I consider myself apolitical, and uh, it's just that I don't really find interest in politics. Yeah, I've uh, I've actually had some. I would say over the past couple of years. Well, actually, honestly, just the last year uh, with the governor race that happened in Atlanta um, last year. That was the first time ever. I had sh- I felt an interest in politics, yeah, um, and it was because uh, so many of my friends were so invested in it, and I think that's when I learned that's what I care about. Yeah, and just a reminder, that was the Stacey Abrams governor race. Exactly. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> uh, she went against Kemp. Yeah, that's right. I am so impressed that I actually knew that. That is who she was running against. Don't ask me his first name, but his last name was Kemp. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah. normally you wouldn't know that though. Oh, no, no. What happened last year was just that uh, a friend who was visiting was so strong and so political. And so it was almost that we couldn't hang out unless I found some interest in it. And oh, this is really sad. I was very attracted to him as well. So that kind of helped me like, oh, so I, I found politics because of a man. You found, uh, right. Well, politics or, you know, the ability to exercise your civic duty and maybe make change. So that's the way you sell Ashton. Just be really (laughs) cute and attractive. And I'm like, I'll vote. What what are we voting for? Well, I mean, sure. Did you feel, so did you feel pressured? No. And you know, when you like somebody, you start to find interest in what they find interest in. And so I wanted to keep up with the conversation with him and I wanted to be impressive. So I started learning a little bit about politics. Right, right. Okay. And so, I mean, do you feel like that changed the relationship at all? No. He still didn't want me, but it's fine. Oh. <laughs> but I did I, I did change within myself. It's like I did become a little bit more informed. Uh, that was the year of the, the runoff um, where we talked about gerrymandering. And these are all words that were not in my dictionary. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah. Like, I mean, that was a pretty things? scandalous. Um, I mean, election. In, Very know, telling. Uh, again, like why I don't love politics, because it's all BS uh, to a certain extent. Um, it just I get that we are a democratic society and that is what our system has been built on. But I mean, who's to say that's the best? Yeah, it's just because that's what's been in place. Now, everyone's like, oh, we are a democracy. So this is how things run. You get one person to go against this person. And that's the person who runs this. Is that foolproof? I think your experience, though, is very much like a lot of other people's where they feel like they're, you know, not to say like their vote doesn't matter, but it's almost like what does it matter anyway? Like the electoral college, like you basically vote for a group of people to vote on your behalf, like for president. So, I mean, I get it. And I think there are a lot of, you know, discouraged voters out there who are undecided. With the guy that got me into the governor election in Atlanta last year, I was able to finally find my fulfillment of interest and it was that what my friends care about matters um my friend was so adamant about what Stacey Abrams was representing um he was talking about uh her values uh what the election itself meant for Atlanta and I think that's when it started to resonate with me oh this is so much bigger than me I'm being selfish by not voting at all it's funny you say like that 
you know, you started giving damn after seeing like people around you who were basically, I'm assuming, being passionate about these things. But I think that's kind of like how people get involved with politics at all, or even like just giving a damn about the issues. Steven, one of the biggest reasons why I didn't really get into politics is because they a lot of the politicians don't really care about the black people. They don't care about the black vote. I think uh, one of the surprising moments of Trump's win is uh, I love this SNL skit and they're like, what happened? Like so many black people came out for Obama and it was like, because we could relate to him. We could be, we felt represented through that man or they felt represented through that man. And I also, I, once Obama was in office, it really was the f- biggest moment of my life where I said, oh man, this this is exciting to see a man even similar to my skin color who has gone uh come from chicago and like all these different places where people have struggled and he felt real he felt like someone connected to the people whereas that's my thing with politics is a lot of people don't i don't feel connected to them as humans i think they just want to be they have really good ideas of what they think is right what they think is going to be great and so they try to you know run for office and put those into place in that four to eight years and then they keep it going but Obama felt just a little bit closer to home, I guess. I can I can totally understand how you related to Obama and why you voted then too. Um, it's just I think no, didn't vote. You didn't vote. I have never That's voted. Right, you did not vote, but still very jarring. It's but, okay. No, 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 Everyone no. always goes, "Oh my god, what? Oh god, you're the reason why Trump isn't president." No, I'm not. Okay, I was actually that was one thing I was going to say. Let me actually talk about that because when you tell people that you have not voted, do you get like? Do you feel like you get like a lot of pushback? It depends on the person. Yeah. I think people who are very passionate and very political and that's their world that they've created, that it's it's so important for every single person to vote. And if you didn't, you messed something up, then that conversation will go that way. But other yeah. people, I think, are just kind of like, well, it's never too late, which I appreciate those people who are just like, well, it's never too late. How about you do it in the next election? And I'm like, thank you. I would rather you talk to me versus just at me. So yeah. I can go on that all day as well. I mean, I think both... Both approaches do kind of stigmatize, though, because they both kind of make you feel bad about not voting in general. I think that's kind of like something that you need to find, like kind of like discover for yourself, like what is literally important for you. And I mean, like, even though you didn't vote for Obama, you still felt a strong connection. You still had you felt something honest about who he was and what he stood for. And I I like being in my apolitical stance um, because it does have some pros, whereas Mm -hmm. I'm able to to have a conversation with Republicans. I was in my restaurant uh, as a server when Trump won, and there are people who I served that were like, oh, we're so happy. We really like Trump. We're glad he got it. And, you know, whereas so many Democrats will be like, I'm not serving these people or how dare they. I'm just like, so tell me more about Trump. Yeah. Why do you guys like him? What is what is he doing? And so I'm not closed off to any conversation when it comes to politics. Going off of what how you felt about Obama being black and yeah. coming from a relatable, you know, place coming from uh, Chicago and representing the black vote. So we have an openly gay presidential candidate. Have you heard of Pete Buttigieg? <laughs> Buttigieg. <laughs> Yes. So Pete Buttigieg is uh, one of the first openly gay men to run for president. This past election day, which was on November 4th, almost like over a hundred openly LGBTQ candidates running for office across like all levels of government were either elected or reelected into office. Right. So, I mean, we got like 
Um, in the the Virginia House of Delegates, there's an openly trans woman. Her name is uh, Danica Rome, and then Chicago's new mayor is uh, Lori Lightfoot. She's a she's an open queer woman. I actually thought I was sitting next to her on on an American Airlines flight going to Sacramento. It was not her. <laughs> Because she's black, right? Yes, she is black. Yes. All black people don't look alike, Steven. I just thought, you know what? Uh-huh, it wasn't uh-huh. because she was black. It's because she looked like a lesbian. There, I said it. <laughs> All lesbians aren't the same, Steven. So, uh, <laughs> we love our lesbians. We do love our lesbians. Continue. Right. So Pete Buttigieg is basically riding this rainbow wave. Because if it weren't for all of these other openly queer these queer candidates running for office, Pete Buttigieg probably wouldn't stand a chance. It went through my mind a second to be like, could I see us as us being America with a homosexual president? Not gonna lie, I can't see it yet. Um, Just because I don't... America is so huge, and I think that the homophobia is so big, and again, religion plays such a big part of it, and we also live in a very religious-based country, be it whatever different religion you choose to pick, a lot of them don't like homosexuality. So we're saying, and I get that he's been the mayor uh, in Indiana, South Bend, um, but I think South Bend is such a different, it's one town, one place versus the entire country. He seems like a really good guy. His partner is absolutely wonderful, would make a great first uh, to the side. You know, yeah. I guess he would be yeah. fir- he would be the first gentleman. The first gentleman. The first gentleman. Yeah, first. Uh, he would be a fantastic first gentleman. I'm just a little weary. I'm not I'm not saying I'm doubtful. I'm true, just saying true. I'm a little I that's this is where I live. Obviously it's too close to call. Okay. Like he I mean, it was crazy. I was watching a, a Fox News town hall that he did, and he had those people, everybody in that town hall who was there for Fox News. Like, just really interested in everything he had to say. He's really cool. I want to hang out with him just for just a a kickback. Yeah. So here's the other interesting thing. Where he has pitfalls is actually with more people who lean left. So a lot of people have called him out. They're saying, hey, you know, you're getting all of this. Um, The reason why you have this platform or able to get this far is because you're an openly white gay man. And the conversation is that he represents the the queer community, but does he represent all colors? So After watching a few interviews with him, I do know Trevor Noah asked him about in general, just the black vote and like um, uh, the minority vote. He brought himself down to earth and really was saying, you know, it's not going to be easy, but I want the people to know that I am for the people as they all say again, just like a, he's a great politician. He says all the things, you know, tries to says make Says all the things. <laughs> Do you think a lot of gay people are going to come out and vote for Pete just because? That's the thing. I really think a lot of a lot of openly queer people have considered voting for Pete because they see someone who, you know, reminds them of someone within their circle. And that's kind of even me saying that because I saw Obama, who's a black man, who's come from a certain area that made me want to relate to it. That's my downfall with politics. It's like, it shouldn't matter if I can relate to them or not. It has just been placed into a place where who do you feel closest to in the certain kind of aspect? And who do you think has your favor and vote for them and keep it moving? And it almost feels like a likability contest, which is honestly, it's kind of what it is. That is. Yeah. But even then I do, I do think you should register to vote. Yes. That's what we're doing. (laughs) And we're going to like, all right, I think we're at the final page of it. And let's see here to, Submit, right? Just click submit. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Wait. Okay. Wait. Uh, don't. don't you... <laughs> you did it. Stop. Okay. 
Okay. All right. I'm submitted. Okay. I am registered to vote now. You're registered to vote in California. Congratulations. Ooh. Okay. Come on. Yes. <laughs> You're going to have to help me. At the end of the me. day, you pay taxes. So, uh, yes. I do. You pay taxes. That's a whole other subject. Come on. All right. Anyway. Um, Sorry, Ashton, but we have to talk about something else that's just as scary as politics. Oh, God. Is something worse than politics? A yeah, uh, hookup culture. Oh, you're right. <laughs> okay, Shit. hello. Gay hookup culture in specific? Gay hookup culture. It wouldn't be a queer podcast if we did it. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, okay mm-hmm. so our apps, all we got. Yes. You know, like the gay apps. <laughs> oh, was that a rhetorical wow. question? Wow, you really answered my rhetorical <laughs> Meeting question. Meeting people in person is hard. Keep going. Listen, Hinge is so cute. Grinder is a mess. Does anybody use Tinder? And honestly, I think I only downloaded Scruff once in my life. And I think that's that. That was pretty much it. Wait, you you don't have scruff anymore? No, I don't have scruff. You don't want a bear? Well, or a cub? I have nothing against anybody in the gay community. It's just too many apps. It's just way too much. Too doesn't each one kind of feel specific though? I feel like Tinder is what you use to get a date. But I I have I mean sure TBH gay people would turn anything into a sex app but I think Hello. Tinder is supposed to be for dating Grinder again um, one I'm familiar with is called Jacked and then um, what's the other one Hinge I don't what, what is that okay so Hinge Hinge is actually is very different what it's trying to do is kind of like make your dating experience online into a blog that's Gross. kind of what it feels like. Nope. It's cute though. Do you use it? No. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> then it didn't used, tell me. But I've used it for other people. I mean, like I helped my friend make a hinge account and she got a boyfriend in like two weeks. Oh, a woman got a boyfriend, but yeah. uh, I need a gay reference. You said it was a gay show, so I, I, um, listen, I I'm sure like anybody who uses Hinge probably has I think most people have a positive experience from Hinge. That's what I've gathered. Okay. So okay, if you don't use it's Hinge, a, it's it it kind of introduces your more quirky side or like your your, you know, sarcastic side because it asks you like questions where people get to know you and it's there's not a whole lot of like hookup culture attached to it. I want to be open to that because yeah. honestly, the others uh Tinder I haven't. I'm not finding it's any a luck on that. You know, yeah. right? It's you go on for one reason. I just okay. Can I say my number one thing that I hate about the apps are anybody who is so negative on their page. The people who are like, I don't want fats, no films. Uh, speak to me if you like me. Why would you like me without speaking? Ugh. And then they don't have a photo. I don't want to. Know. And then they don't even have a photo. <laughs> So it's like, who are you? And in the photo thing, it's so hard because it is. So many people are in the closet, so then they don't use a photo or they just don't have a good photo, which is my story. Like, right. I have a photo, but I have one. But then I look at other people's profiles and they have 80. And I'm just like, I wish I photographed well. I'm never going to get a man just because I don't know how to take a photo. <laughs> okay, so Ashton... Um so hookup culture talk to me, talk to uh, me. I don't even because I don't again I'm always just trying to be like I don't want the episode to be too long even though people are like give us more you guys wanted it my experiences with hookup culture again I use the apps I think uh, the first and only time I've messed around since I've been in LA was off the app met up with a guy I told him I wasn't interested in having sex I told him I said hey that's not what my MO is tonight can we just meet hang out I honestly don't meet a lot of guys off the apps like that because it's so I don't know if they're gonna kill me and in fact facts that's what I asked them when I get there you know like oh lord I hope I don't die today so as soon as I step into the house was it a nice house 
It was cute. Okay. It was cute. It reminded me of Ace of Ray's house on Insecure. Okay. Uh, so I was just like, ooh, I love this. This feels like my favorite TV show. <laughs> so I go in. Uh, he's wearing just sweatpants with, you know, no underwear or anything, trying to be sexy. And I'm oh, like, wow. okay, cool. Because I'm going for, I think I was just going for just to roll around. Like, I didn't I didn't necessarily need What does that mean? To roll around. <laughs> Uh, I just want. It's not like cuddle. Yeah, or like just get you know, like cuddle. Just get to know each other. First you know, name basis, right? I'm like get to know each other, kind of naked, but not too much. Oh, I just I'm clothes not, optional. Yeah, I'm not the type of person. I'm not really good at having sex on the first encounter. It's to be H, To be honest, yeah. uh, I'm just really bad at um, because my emotions don't get excited and and my body doesn't get you know erect honestly if i don't know you if i'm just meeting you off the app all i know is your name is hot man 22 and all we're doing that is more information than what some people put on their profile yeah i don't know so yeah the long story short with that guy (laughs) was just that surprise he tried to have sex he's like oh you're you okay down there? And I'm just like, yeah, uh, I'm sorry. I just didn't really intend on having sex tonight. He's like, it's okay. And I always make sure that they get, you know, what they want. I'm a pleaser, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, he, he got what he needed. And then afterwards, we were having conversation. And then, lo and behold, me, my body starts to react. And he was like, oh, now you're ready? I'm like, well, now that I know you, now that we've had some conversation, sure. Like, I'm interested. And honestly, since that, again, that's been like kind of the beginning of my time in LA and why I'm just not interested in people like that. I feel like I was so much trying to force something. I was trying to be a part of this hookup culture that is so renowned for the gay gay community in particular. Um, And I just, I don't fit into that box. I'm not good at it. I'm not good at the random sex session. I'll make out with anybody. Hey, you give me a few drinks, I'm ready. But 2019 and going into 2020, I just think I've learned a lot about myself over the past 29 years of my life. And I'm finally done with trying to fit myself into a certain box or do all that same stuff like oh we're gay so we just have sex so easily and it's like honestly no it's not that easy for me and and i'm okay with that yeah i'm okay with that so i was actually gonna tell a very different story um a hookup story that happened in new york like five years ago and it's just was that your last hookup um no uh, okay five years ago well i mean no i was catfished Yikes. I've been catfished before. That's a part of hookup culture, it, right? It, totally part of hookup culture. Really nice guy messaged me on Grinder. He did not have a photo. So he ended up sending me pictures of himself. Um, and it started off as really nice conversation. So at first it was it was something different. So I I was interested, you know. So, Wait, I ended so what up, did he start with like sup? Well, Oh, that's, isn't that the usual? That is the usual. That's <laughs> always like every time you get like a one word like sup, hi, or like you down is usually when I run. <laughs> usually when I like start looking at other profiles. From the jump, I need to know that you have a vocabulary. So please say something other than Can sup. You always ask me about my day. Hi. Yeah. I'm a person. Okay. So this catfish. <laughs> All right, please. Really got to know me though. That's the crazy part. And he, I really opened up to this catfish. He was really, um, he listened. He was really nice to me, like showered me with compliments. And eventually, like I want to say like a week with, um, after talking on Grinder, we, we moved to text message. So, you know, we graduated. And once we were talking there, um, I, you know, eventually I wanted to meet him. So after like maybe two weeks of talking, he would come up with all these really weird excuses about why he didn't want to meet. And eventually, um, I told my friends about it 
And it was actually my friends who ended up telling me, girl, you're being catfished. So you had no idea. I had no idea. So we took the pictures that he sent me and we reverse Google searched them. And we found that they were um, they were pictures of this guy who lived in Berkeley, California. Catfish. I know. (laughs) And you know what? Even though I was like gagged because I couldn't believe that like this guy had stolen this guy's like identity and all his all of his photos also stole like he was using this guy's name and um old place of work and all of these other things that were related to this actual real person. So of course I was hurt and I messaged the guy and I was like, what's going on? Are you real or not? But actually I really wanted to just let him know, like, listen, someone is catfishing. Um, Did he reply? Using your photos. And he replied to me. His response was, I am so sorry. I get this like maybe once every two weeks. What? Are you a catfish? No, or- that that people literally message him asking, hey, are you real? Exactly. Are you a catfish? What? Yeah. So somebody is like serial catfishing him. Nuts. My mind was blown. So That you have been catfished? That, well, I think in this case, that um, the guy I was talking to was catfishing someone else. Oh, I exactly. see. Oh, so, I So, yeah. You, so, because he was stealing the photos, so he was catfishing. And I tried to play along with it so that I could find out his identity. So I didn't tell him. I kept taking the compliments. I kept like um, taking part in the conversation. And I wanted to see where this was going. And why? Well, I I wanted to figure it out. Why was he doing this? Why? I wanted to meet him. You wanted to meet him. I really did want to meet this person. Okay. I wanted to know like what was going on. I was genuinely curious as opposed to like actually wanting to meet this person. For me, that just feels like another layer of like that's how catfishing works. So I got your attention by catfishing you. And now that I am a catfish, you're interested in why I'm catfishing you. And so then you're therefore continuing to be catfished. Does that make sense? Because I don't give a damn. I feel like once I would have found out he was a catfish again, blocked. You know who doesn't have time? Me. True. That's facts. But you had time. So continue. Tell me no, more. No, I so, really did <laughs> So how did it go? How did it keep going? Did listen, it end up being a catfish? Let me I, listen, I really just wanted to like, maybe I thought in a perfect world, this guy, maybe he was hot. Maybe he wasn't. I don't know. You hopeful, hopeful thing. You, I love this. <laughs> you know what, what's Your crazy? Your optimism is unbeatable. And what's crazy is that I honestly don't date. Like this is, this was probably one of the very few times that I extended my like that I was open to even meeting someone um and so there came a point where I had to confront him and I told him everything that I knew I told him that I knew the real person I knew their identity I knew that they were catfishing with this person's photos and I knew that they had been doing it with other guys too and all he said was I'm sorry <laughs> literally he's, he apologized he's and, so kind and he said I really wish I could meet you and I was just like, that was my reaction. I'm sorry. That's I was all like, I for well, you. I mean, I'm right here. Because <laughs> you're like, I still want to meet. Let's meet. I mean, honestly, it was, I think it was more so for my closure, like more so to like just know who this person is. And then, you know, obviously he just ignored all my other text messages. And then, you know, it, it never happened. I have a theory that it's probably somebody that I knew from high school. Oh, really? Yeah, probably could be. Uh, I don't know. I'm so bad at something like that. I just don't. It's hard enough to meet a man in general. And so once I would find out that a guy is pretending to be another man, girl, bye. You're just like, it's done. I'm not wasting my time. No. But like, consider this. Consider how much time this guy's wasting. 
I mean, but that's his that's, that's his life. That is poor thing. That's right. what I would have been trying to do. Like, so now I'm with you. I would have just tried to continue the conversation to see if we could have therapy together one day and be like, let's talk about this. Why are you not confident in what you look like? And why are you using someone else's pictures? Did you know that's illegal as well? You know, let's a, talk about it. Uh, and probably really problematic in general. Exactly. Yeah. So, but again, that's why I want to meet. I don't want to meet any that's other kinda, reason. That, that, that you was wanted my to, direction. You were interested in possibly helping this soul. Hmm, I don't know about helping. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to know. Okay. That's it. I just really wanted to know. I just kind of wanted to... At the end of the day, I was going to call him out. You know, I knew that it didn't matter, like, what he said. But I figured, I don't know, how many catfishes do you get to meet? <laughs> also... You, you could just watch MTV, and which... Oof, what a, I don't know those people. What a trash show. Good what a, lord. What a, tr- what a great, like, what a guilty pleasure trash show. It is trash. Is that on Disney Plus? That's how... <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad I am in being interested in the catfishing experience because I'm just like, guys, go live your lives. Don't spend time trying to figure out what oh the catfish God. and why the catfish and who the catfish yeah. because you're still being catfished. My favorite episode is this girl who literally um, ends up catfishing her. I'm pretty sure it's her brother. And then when her brother is like, why? How, how could you do that? How could you lie and be this person I fell in love with? And she literally says, that's for calling me a fat ass Kelly Price. Who should have never called me a fat ass? Yo, everybody, anybody listen to this, you get one life. Drake said YOLO. And I just want you guys to remember that. So if you're wasting your time chasing a catfish, if you're wasting your time getting in bed with somebody that you don't want to have sex with, don't do it. You create your universe. You create the things that you deal with. And so unless you choose to deal with these things, you don't have to. It's about making however what you want to create work. Yeah. Yeah. It's your world. Very true. Yeah. All right, cool. I think that'll wrap up this week's episode. I feel cool. like. Okay. I feel like we don't. You guys got a meaty episode. Oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. Politics, really. And I subscribed. I'm voting. Subscribed. I'm submitting to voting. I don't <laughs> even know how any of this works. <laughs> I don't know how men work. God, please help me. Politics and men, they really do have a, they have a lot in common. All right. They drain me. Oh, both of them. Could be trash. To all my people that are listening, thank you for listening once again. We are going to try to keep this thing going. We We will. We will keep this thing going, but we need your help. We need you to keep listening. We need you to keep subscribing. Oh my God. Did you know that you can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and just anywhere, wherever you listen to podcasts. Surprise. And also we want to hear back from you as well. So you can email us any of your questions, any concerns as well to hello.dosegays at gmail.com. There we go. Yes. yes. Come on, email. All right, so send us some uh, questions. Help us out with things you want to hear about, things you want us to talk about. We would love to discuss them. Those Gays is a community. So you guys are part of the community and we want to hear you. And eventually we definitely do want to bring you guys part of the conversation. So, I mean... Hey, just keep that in mind. Send us messages. We want to hear back from you guys. And so we'll be back next time with episode three because we're not stopping until the wheels fall off. We're not stopping until, I mean, 2020 isn't stopping us. Hello. We got to go find that catfish. We gotta go find, we're going to go find catfishes you know in what? 2020. No, fuck catfishing. Go vote. Oh, I love that. <laughs> I stand. That's yes. what I vote for. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, y'all.